You're listening to Marcus Sahaba Online Radio Podcast. 19 minutes after 9. It's a beautiful night. It's a beautiful evening. And of course, to all the beautiful, wonderful listeners who are actually busy eating and enjoying the supper this night. I hope you people are tuning and listening to the discussion. And I can see Hazrat Mulana Junaid Hafaji as well. He says, please pass salam to Hazrat Mulana Abdul Hamid. Tamad Barakatuhum from Azad Val Sharif. He's uh, listening to the program, subhanAllah. Yeah. Back to Madrasa, Hazrat Mulana Junaid Hafaji. Uh, level 1, it's finished. We better see you that you're coming back soon, inshallah. There are questions that are coming from the listeners. I've got from Brother Krish. I've got from, uh, there's a, a, a sister from Bosman asking about the question, how come there was the, no forces exist, you know? And there's a brother asking from Durban, was our beloved noble master, Nabi Karim Sallallahu a Sunni? Was he a Sunni or a Tablighi? But nevertheless, let's listen attentively this evening. We've got exactly 40 minutes to listen to Mulana Salim Karim. I'm going to be taking down notes. If there's any question, I will stop Mulana Salim Karim and I'll pose a question. Let's go to our beloved honorable Fadilatul Ustad. Ustad, over to you. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Alaikum salam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Yes, one of our very interesting questions. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. He wakafa wa salamun ala ibadihi alladheena astafa. Qala Allahu ta'ala wa ma ataakumur rasoolu fakhuzuh. Wa ma nahaakum anhu fantahu. Faqala ta'ala fi maqamin akhar. Kul in kuntum tuhibboon allaha. فَاتَّبِعُونِي يُحْبِبُكُمُ اللَّهِ الْمَرْءُ مَا أَمَنْ أَحَبَّهِ صَدَقَ اللَّهُ مَوْلَانَ الْلَّذِيمِ The brother from Durban who asked the question was Hudur sallallahu alayhi wa sallam a tablighi or a sunni. Respected brother, Hudur sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was rahmatun lil'alameen. Allahu Akbar. Rasulullah was khatamun nabiyyi. Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi salatu wa salam taught the ummah it was a concern. When it came close to the demise of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the sahaba kiram asked the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Ya Rasulullah, who should we follow after your demise? Huh? And see the beautiful words of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Alaykum bi sunnati wa sunnatil khulafai rashidi. Subhanallah. Alaykum bi sunnati. Follow my path of siratul mustaqim wa sunnatil khulafai rashidin and follow the footsteps of my companions, the sahaba kiram, the four khalifas, and all the sahaba kiram. Alaykum bin nawajir. And Rasulullah said, hold firmly onto it. When you grip somebody, mm-hmm. you know, you have no idea that you cannot break that grip. Like somebody gave an example, you know, mm-hmm. you get these types, the dogs, but they, what I don't know what dog you call them. Mm-hmm. They are very vicious. They get a locked jaw. Yes, uh, a bulldog was that. somebody. Mm-hmm. It's impossible to take their mouth out. You've got to put something hot or a hot rod or something like that, huh. then only they will release. The point what I'm trying to say here is how forceful that grip is. Allah. Allah wasallam is saying that hold on to my sunnah. And Rasulullah said, a time will come in my ummah 
to hold on to my sunnah will be like holding charcoal in your hand. It's very difficult. It's a challenge. Number two, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, a time will come in my ummah. Mm. Three things will be priceless. Number one, a sincere friend. Number two, my sunnah, to live according to my sunnah, to promote my sunnah, to protect my sunnah, and to promote my sunnah mm. will be priceless. And one dirham of halal earning will become priceless. So mm. the brother who asked the question, Udul sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam's quality was one that follow my way. Mm. You see, we made all these different groups. And unfortunately, we have misunderstood mm. what Allah and His Rasul want from us. Allah and His Rasul gave us the title of Kuntum Khaira Ummatin Ukhrijatlinah. And what is the best nation? The best Ummah Allah gave us the best title. Kuntum Khaira Ummatin. You are the best of my Ummah. For what? Ta'muruna bil ma'roof and join what is good and forbid what is wrong. So Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam stood on the plain, you know, I'm talking about the word tabliyah, mm. and I'm talking about the sunnah. Mm-hmm. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Kullu ummati yadkhuluna al-jannata illa man aba. Allahu Akbar. Every ummati of mine and my desire and wishes that Allah ta'ala grant them jannah, that they have entry into paradise and jannah. Illa man aba, except those who reject. Qila, said Ya Rasulullah, who are these people who reject? Rasulullah said, All man ata'ani dakhal al-jannah. Who will follow my way of life and emulate me. Insha'Allah, dakhal al-jannah. Allah shall grant them paradise. Waman asani and those who go against me and refute my teachings and my way of life, those are the ones who will be rejected. So alhamdulillah, respected brothers, the unification of the Ummah is of great importance. Allah, Allah is not going to ask you that on the day of Yamah. Allah is going to ask you, did you fulfill your promise to Allah? Did you follow my Habib sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? Do you have the tag of sunnah that every action, every word, and everything that you did, does it have the stamp of sunnah Rasulullah? So let us not fight. Let us not argue. Let us not judge people. Alhamdulillah, Allah Ta'ala gave us the title of Kuntum Khaira Ummatin Ukhrijat Linnat Ta'muruna Bilmaat. May Allah Ta'ala unite us. Let us not have these differences. Let us not fight. Let us not call each other names. Let us, have not, let us not have disunity. We need so much of unity now in the world. The enemies of Islam are trying to destroy us because they found the loophole. They divide and rule. And that is the weakness of the Muslim community. Mm. So, respected brother, Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam wa rahmatul lil alameen, khatamun nabiyin, shafir muznabiyin. So if we, you, me, and the whole world need success, mm. alaykum sunnati wa sunnati al-khulafai rashidin. So, 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 Rasulullah, so we started, uh, to, to go to the next question, uh, 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 so, so are we saying he wasn't a sunni and he wasn't a tabligh? Am I right to start? Can we say that? Rasulullah definitely was a Sunni. 
Because every sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam we have to follow. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Balligu anni walo ayah. Haq. Rasulullah stood on the plains of Arafat, the farewells. What did Rasulullah say? Those of you who are present here, 124,000 sahaba ikram in the farewell hajj with Rasulullah on the plains of Arafat. And Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has his hand raised to the heaven. Oh Allah. I have delivered the message of Islam. And Rasulullah said to all of them present, Subhanallah. Treat and spread the message of Islam, even if it's one ayah. And those of you who are present here, carry this amanat and message to those who are going to come. So obviously Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam informed and said, the word balagh means spread. So we have made this title, or we have made this name, that Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa sallam followed the sunnah of Allah rabbul alameen, followed his own sunnah, and Rasulullah made tabliq and spread the message of Islam. That is how Islam has come to us. So inshaAllah, as I said, Yadullahi ma'al jama'ah, Allah's help is when we are united, and inshaAllah, if we love Rasulullah, we will unite. Allah Ta'ala says, O Muslim, hold on to the rope of Allah. Mm. What is the rope of Allah? The Quran and Sunnah. Mm. This is what Alhamdulillah, you see Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said on the day of Qiyamah, mm. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam will be inshallah distributing Hawzi Kawthar water. Mm. We all will be waiting in a queue to be served by Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And then a group of us will come. And the parishtas will say, Ya Rasulullah, don't give them anything. Mm. Rasulullah said, this is my ummah, I will give it to them. The angels will say, Ya Rasulullah, you don't know what they did after your demise. They forgot your sunnah. They didn't practice on the sunnah. They don't deserve this honor. So that is why I'm saying, let us not call each other names. Make dua to Allah, ki Allah makes us muttabi'a sunnah. Mm. All of us, each one. Male and female. Allah, make us sincere followers. Give us tawfiq to follow in the footsteps of Rasulullah and the footsteps of the Sahab. The next question. Subhanallah, subhanallah. We started, sister, uh, uh, before you go to, uh, to, uh, onto our topic, before you start the topic, inshallah. Uh, she, I think she was saying something about the photos uh, that uh, I think Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa You know, this is a shahan of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and wa ta'ala. You know, Hazrat Musa alayhi salatu wasalam said to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Oh Allah, I want to see you. Hazrat Musa was such a Nabi of Allah, he had a lot of jalal in him. Uh-huh. He had a lot of jalal in him. And he insisted, Bari ta'ala, I want to see you. Mm. He wanted to understand that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is huwa al-hayyu al-qayyum. Haq. La tudrikuhu al-absar, mm. wa huwa yudrik Wa huwa al-latif al you and I are all going to perish. Tapfana ho jai. Rabbul Alameen is everlasting. Mm. Something that is going to be destroyed and finished cannot look at something that is everlasting and powerful. So Adad Musa alayhi salatu salam asked Allah ta'ala, Oh Allah, I want to see you. Rabbul Alameen said, Lan tarani. Oh Musa, you can't see. Hazrat Musa insisted, Allah said, okay, you want to see me, 
I'm only going to show you a glimpse of me. And Allah Ta'ala makes the jalli on Mount Tur, and that whole mountain shattered to pieces. Mm. And Hazrat Musa salam, fell unconscious. Allahu Akbar, Ya Allah. Allah Ta'ala said, Musa, I told you, you won't be able, if in the akhirat, mm. we all will see Allah Rabbul Alam. Yawma al-qaq, Allah, make the best day of my life the day when I'm going to see mm-hmm. you. And every day we are going to make the jalli of Allah subhanahu Allah Rabbul Alameen will sit on the member of Noor, like mm. how you and I see the 14th night moon. Uh-huh. Wherever we are seated in the world, we don't push anybody, we don't cramp anybody's face with our own leisure. Alhamdulillah, we admire the moon. Just like that, we will see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the akhirah. Mm. So, as a mu'min, yu'minuna bil ghaib. Your iman will be complete and perfect when you believe in the unseen. Somebody said it. They say you can never love someone whom you have never seen. Is it true, Mulana? Mm, 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 mm. But I want to see my beloved. Yes, Ustad. I want to see what my beloved looks like. Mm. But yes, it is being said. They say that you cannot love someone whom you have never seen. I just smiled and said, I have not seen my Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But I love him dearly. Allahu Akbar. And inshallah, we will meet Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They are such pious people who have seen Rasulullah in their dream. Mm. In today's zamana and today's time, mm. there are many, many pious servants of Allah. Men and women who have seen Allah Rabbul Alameen in their dream. Imam Abu Hanifa rahmatullahi saw Allah Ta'ala in his dream and asked Allah Ta'ala, oh Allah, how do I come close to you? In fact, it was Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal. Mm. He had seen Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala in his dream and he said, Bari Ta'ala, how do I come close to you? Allah Ta'ala said, Bi tilawatil Qur'an, read Qur'an. You want to talk to me, fal yakra il Qur'an. Read the Qur'an. is as if you are communicating with Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Imam Ahmad ibn Hanbal asked, oh Allah, do I have to read the Quran with understanding or without understanding? Allah said, whether you understand my words or you don't understand it, read the Quran for every letter you will get 10 maybe. Mm. Subhanallah. Mm. When, you, when you have the strong desire, you are so eager, you are so excited, you're waiting, you all the beautiful praises. Those of us didn't go to Makkah, I'm just giving you a typical example. Those of us didn't go to Masjid al-Nabawi. We heard from the ulama, we heard from our parents, we heard from people who came back from Umrah and from Hajj. We heard about the beauty of Madinatul Munawwara. We heard about the azmat of the Baytullah. Ulama, you are crying, pining. You are in your mind imagining what a beautiful place Makkah is. And the day when Allah gives you tawfiq, and when you come in front of the Taaba, what happens to you, Mulana? In that joy and excitement, you just cry out to Allah Rabbul Alameen. Your heart is pumping. That all these days and all these years of my life, I was wishing people told me what the Kaaba is all about. Mm. Today, Bari Ta'ala gave me the tawfiq to stand right mm. here. And I'm looking at it directly. You cry your heart out for the whole day. You fall down in sajda and make shukr to Allah. For Allah today, I have seen your house. Likewise, the same thing happens in Masjid al-Nabawi. We heard about Rasulullah. We heard about Masjid al-Nabawi. And we come and stand in front of the Rosa Mubarak of Rasulullah. What happens, Mulana? 
this heart tears into pieces in the love of Rasulullah So well said is not necessary Sometimes that, that you must see something Sometimes when you don't see it And eventually when it's going to be shown to you You will appreciate it much more greater Allahu Akbar, subhanallah, subhanallah Ustad, the, 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 the brother Krish is asking regarding the, the death of Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, why did God make Prophet Muhammad suffer and make him feel the pains of torture of death if he's mercy to humanity? Why did God make him feel the pains of death? This is Krish. Uh, Ustad. Nabi Karim sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Murana, we spend a lot of time speaking about Mawlud al-Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, which is indeed a great form of ibadat. But together with it, Insha'Allah, mm. we must speak about Wafatun Nabi, the passing away yes. of Nabi yes. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Rasulullah himself said, Do you know who was the most troubled personality in the whole world? Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, I went through the most difficult time in my life. Shummal Amsal. Mm. And those who came after me, Summal Amsal, and those who came after them, and Summal Amsal. So the greatest test and tribulation that anybody underwent in this world was mm. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. One. Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, Hayati Khairul Lakum. My living is of great benefit to you. Wa Mamati Khairul Lakum. And the passing away. My passing away, see, is khairul lakum, is also full of khair. Now let me give you an example. When Hudu sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam was in Sakarat, he kept on dipping his hand in a bowl of water. Ya Allah. And making this dua, Allahumma inni ala Sakarat al-Maut, ala Ghamarat al-Maut. Allahumma bir rafiqi ala Allahumma bir rafiqi ala Do you know what ulama have written, Mulana? Allah Pak could have given Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi salatu wasalam the most easiest, the most painless death. But Rasulullah cried before he passed away, Allah, what's going to happen to my ummah? لِيَغْفِرَ لَكَ اللَّهُ مَا تَقَدَّمَ مِنْ ذَبِّكَ وَمَا تَأَخْفَرَ Oh my Habib, I have forgiven you. I have elevated you. Allah Ta'ala was trying, and Rasulullah was trying to make speaker of the Ummah, that, oh my Ummah, take solace. Yes, you all are going to go through Sakarat. That is why Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, teach and reinforce the Kalima Shahadat when a person is passing away, teach them La ilaha illallah. Keep repeating it. So the last word that leaves the mouth of a person mm. before he takes the last breath must be La ilaha illallah. Dakhal al-Jannah. Lakinu mautakum. Rasulullah said, keep reminding the dying person of the shahada. So ulama'i kiram have written, this was also a mercy for the ummah. If my Habib sallallahu alayhi wa sallam went through a bit of sakarat, if Allah Ta'ala puts us through it also, Alhamdulillah, one. Number two, you know, Nabi Karim Sallallahu in the books of Tariq and history, it's written, when Rasulullah passed away, 
The Sahaba Kiram now are debating where do we bury Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam? Do we bury him in Makkah when he was born? Do we bury him in Medina? Mm. There was a discussion. Maybe the body of Rasulullah should be taken to the arsh of Allah. Rasulullah said, Bury me. And this is the sunnah. Wherever a Nabi of Allah passes away, that's the exact spot he will be buried. So where was Rasulullah buried? In the beautiful city of Medina, in the beautiful room of Hadrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala. So Allah ta'ala didn't want to punish Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. When Rasulullah was born, Hadrat Amina radiallahu ta'ala is saying, I could see Rasulullah lips moving. I put my ears to listen. What did Rasulullah say? As a baby, what is Rasulullah saying? Allahumma khfir ummati. Allahumma khfir ummati. Allahumma khfir ummati. Allahumma khfir ummati. On the night of Miraj in the presence of Allah, what did Rasulullah say to Allah? As-salamu alayna wa ala ibadillahi salih. That's why I said, Rasulullah is rahmatul lil'alamin. It was the fikr and concern of the Prophet that each one of us should be a jannah. So, Brother Krish asked the question, a good question. Jews, that. But I'm trying to give it to you in an Islamic perspective from the beautiful teachings of the muhaddisin and mufassireen. That whatever Rasulullah went through was not a form of punishment. It was not a form of torture. No ways. Gee, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's habib was reading a dua. Allahumma a'inni ala sakaratil mawd. Allah, make it easy for me for the pangs of death. And you know when a mu'min Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam's shan and position and status was so great. Normally, Hadrat Israel, the angel of death, does not have to ask anybody permission to take out the soul. Allah will not delay your death by a second. But when it came to Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Hazrat Fatima radiallahu ta'ala is next to Rasulullah. Mm. She is the daughter of Rasulullah. She is crying. And Rasulullah is pacifying her. And somebody knocks at the door. Gee. There's a knock at the door. And Hazrat Fatima radiallahu ta'ala gets upset and says, at this crucial moment, who is coming here to trouble? Huzuri Pak sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Ya Allah. Mm. And Huzuri sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Betty, this is the pet personality that will make a person a, a child and orphan, which will make a woman a widow. Gee, mm. This is Hadrat Israel alayhi salatu Allah Park has sent him. He's at the door. And Hadrat Israel alayhi salam had to ask Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam for permission and entry to come into the room and take the soul. Sure. Allah it's Allah only Allah. the shan of Huzuri Park Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala is saying, you know, I'm the most fortunate wife. First of all, Allah ta'ala sent an image of me when Hazrat Khadija passed away and all the other wives and Huru sallallahu alayhi wa sallam decided to marry again. Allah ta'ala sent a replica. Allah ta'ala sent an image of Hazrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha. And he, she was shown to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah ta'ala chose Hazrat Aisha. These munafikins who talk ill, the Shias who talk ill mm. about the Sahaba Ikram, they make this bukhtan on Hadrat Aisha radiallahu ta'ala. Allah Pak revealed a whole surah, Surah Nur. Mm. Allah Pak cleared the name. 
of Azwaji Mutahara and Hazrat Aisha Riddhi Allah Ta'ala and Hazrat When cowards, you know, people who are weak, they don't know how to come to you, they will attack your family. They will attack your integrity. Hazrat Aisha Riddhi Allah Ta'ala says, I am the most fortunate person. Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Allah Ta'ala sent me as a partner for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Number two, Rasulullah passed away in my lap. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was lying on my neck in my lap. Number one, it was in my room. It was my turn. And the last thing that went in Rasulullah's mouth was my saliva because Rasulullah was in Sakarat and he wanted to use the miswak. Hazrat Aisha's brother walked in of the Rahman. Mm. And Rasulullah made ishara, I want to use that miswak because Rasulullah didn't have the energy and strength. And then Aisha radiallahu ta'ala took the miswak from her brother. She put it in her mouth and she softened it for Huzur sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And she gave it to Rahmatun lil alameen, Khatamun nabiyyeen. And Huzur sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used the miswak. So she says, I have the honor that no other woman in the world enjoys. Allah, Habib sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, passed away in my lap. Mm. My saliva that's the last thing that went in Rasulullah. No. Allah Ta'ala revealed the whole surah for me. Allah was my wakil. Allah was my attorney. Allah cleared my name. Al-Khabithatu lil-Khabithina wal-Khabithuna lil-Khabithat wa-Tayyibatu lil-Tayyibina wa-Tayyibuna lil-Tayyibat ula'aika mubarra'una mimma مِمَّا يَقُولُونَ لَهُمْ مَغْفِرَةٌ وَرِزْقٌ كَرِيمٌ Allah Ta'ala cleared the name of Hadrat Aisha. So yes, this was the shah. That's what I said. These great lessons for us to take from the passing away of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And we as the ulama, Ahli Sunnah wal Jama'ah, if the Sunni persons believe is mm. the place the peace of earth, where Rasulullah's body is resting and touching the body of Rasulullah is greater than the arsh of Allah. That's the maqam Allah Ta'ala had given to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa So to Brother Krish, good question, mm. but Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa always had the ummah at heart. That mm. everyone should be successful. Because Allah could have made Rasulullah's death so much more easier. But this little test and trial, see, that is why we need to make dua. Allahumma barik lana fil maut wa fi ma maut. Oh Allah, grant us barakah in the passing away and also after our passing away. Oh Allah, make it easy. ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة. Allah grant us حسنة في الدنيا. Allah grant us the goodness in this world. وفي الآخرة حسنة. Allah grant us goodness in the year after. وقنا عذاب النار. Allah save us from fire of Jahannam. وقنا عذاب القبر. Allah protect us from the grave. Punishment of the grave. So, respected brothers, inshallah, we will devote more time mm. discussing the passing away of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. For now, inshallah, 
I hope those questions are answered. Mm. If there is further other questions, Rana, you're welcome. Ustad, uh, Sister Raja wants to know, uh, wh- uh, it's, she says, if our Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa was the beloved of Allah, why did he have to go through so many atrocities? Ustad. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, إِنَّمَا يُوَقْضَ الصَّابِرُونَ أَجْرَهُمْ بِغَيْرِ حِسَابٍ when Allah puts you through test and trial, not that Allah is punishing you, but mm. by you exercising, exercising patience and perseverance, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant you reward. Allah ta'ala will grant you the highest of darajat, inshaAllah. وَبَشِّرِ الصَّابِرِينَ Allah Pak is saying, give glad tidings to those who go through test and trial. وَلَنَبْلُوَنَّكُمْ بِشَيْءٍ مِّنَ الْخَوْفِ وَالْجُوعِ وَنَقْصٍ مِّنَ الْأَمْوَالِ وَالْأَنفُسِ وَالثَّمَرَاتِ Allah is going to test you and me. How Allah is going to test you? وَنَقْصٍ مِّنَ الْأَمْوَالِ You'll have loss of property. You'll have loss of life. وَنَقْصٍ مِّنَ الْأَمْوَالِ وَالْأَنفُسِ A loss of life. Somebody dies. The parents pass away, the children pass away, the most beloved person passes away. Allah is going to test you. You're going to go through some difficulty, some hardship, but Allah says, وَبَشِّرِ الصَّابِرِينَ Give glad tidings to those who exercise patience and perseverance. And what do they say? To Allah do we belong, and to Him is our return. So great reward. أَصَّبْرُ دِيَاءٌ Rasulullah said, patient, alhamdulillah, is a light and nur from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Subhanallah, subhanallah. Ustad, are you there, Ustad? Ji. Ji, I'm here, Marana. Ji, ji. Ustad, we've got about... Uh, no, Ustad, we've got about 10 minutes. I'm just seeing all the questions coming in. Uh, no. Uh, we've got about 10 minutes left, inshallah, Ustad. You can uh, maybe oh. just... Ji, Ustad. Okay, let me just, inshallah, hold it. It's... Uh, I'll gather my points together. Almighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we're talking about the seerah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The instruction that comes from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is, okay, love the poor and be close to them. Hmm. If we want to follow and emulate Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, then love the poor and be close to them. Seven beautiful instructions from Allah. Hmm. And look at those below you, and not to look at those above you. In matters of deen, in religious matters, look at those who are above you, those who are more learned. And inshallah, ask the learned, if you don't understand anything or you don't know the answer to the question, ask the learned. So look at those below you. In matters of deen, look at those who are above you. And take lessons from them. And matters of dunya, matters of this worldly thing, look at those below you. How fortunate you are. Look at those who are, at the moment, not fortunate. They are struggling. They are going through hardship. How much of shukr you should make to Allah? That Allah, I have a place of food. Allah, I have a roof. Allah, I have good health. Then only will you be appreciate the bounties of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So look at those below you and not to look at those above you. Number three, 
keep the tie of the womb, mm. even if others didn't want it. That was sila rehmi. Keep emphasizing this point. You know, you can be a great namazi and a haji, but if you've got no akhlaq, you do not respect each other, you do not love your family, you do not share your joy with your family, you do not keep ties with family. Silman Fatah, Rasulullah said, you know, join ties, keep the family muhabbat. Mm. When your parents pass away, first and foremost, the tajweez and takfeen should not be delayed. It's senseless waiting for people to come from far away. Wherever you are, you can make isali sawab mm. because the mayyat, the farishtas, are waiting for the deceased person. If he's naked and pious, why are you delaying, delaying the process? Alhamdulillah. So your duty and my duty is to do the tajjiz and takfeen of the person who's passed on immediately. Number one. Number two is to pay the debt. Whatever the deceased person was owing, inshaAllah, he made a wasiyat, make sure that you pay the debt out. Number three, mm. carry out the instruction the marhum has given to you. The person who's passed away could be your mother, your father, your wife, your husband. Alhamdulillah, whatever instruction they gave, carry it out. And number four, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, keep the alluk with your father's people or your mother's people, your aunts and your uncles from your mother's side and father's side after the demise of your father or the demise of your mother. Keep up family ties. Mm. So keep the ties of the womb. Love your brother, love your sister. The brothers and sisters, they should be muhabbat and love and respect. Number four, do not beg anyone for anything. Ask me and I shall give it. Allah Rabbul Alameen is giving us clear instruction. Two rakat salatul hajar. Read the dua and ask Allah. Ask him in English, ask him in Zulu, ask him in Afrikaans, ask him in Sutu, whatever language. Mm. Ask Allah. If you want any help, ask Allah first. Allah will make somebody, inshallah, a medium for you to get it. But ask Allah first. Speak the truth. Even it was Buddha. Allah Akbar. Subhanallah. Subhanallah. And do not fear for the sake of Allah. The blame of the blamers. Mm. This was the beauty of the Sahaba Ikram. They had this beautiful quality. They were in dire straits. But they would give it to the person who's asking and who needs help. And They were never ever scared about anybody's criticism. If it was hot, they stood for it. He fought for it. Allah he gave me a life for mm. That is how the mu'min and the muslimah, inshallah, should live their lives. And frequently read this, La hawla wa la quwwata illa billah. There's some beautiful words of advice for Allah. They say, you know, you must respect three people in your life. Uh-huh. Respect your parents. Mm-hmm. Number two, respect your teachers. Mm. And number three, respect the elderly. Subhanallah. Save yourself from three things. Number one, bad deeds. Stay far away. Backbiting. Sure. And thirdly, jealousy. 
Allah protect all of us because this is the sickness of the heart. Why is my friend or my family member better than me? We do not make shukr for what Allah has given us. We are questioning the distribution of Allah. Why do you want to backbite about something? Look at the faults that you have in you and correct those faults. Mm. And we are going to be held accountable on the day of Yom. So save yourself from three things. Number one, bad deeds. Always do good. If you can't do good, keep quiet. Be silent. Yes. One najah, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, person who keeps quiet will always be successful. Number three, have three things in you. Mm. Number one, be honest. Honesty is the best policy. Number two, have faith in Allah. And number three, have good deeds in you. Obtain three things. Number one, obtain knowledge. Hmm. Number two, manners. And number three, piety. Hmm. Try your best. If you fear Allah, Allah will open the doors. Free yourself from three things. Number one, is arrogant. Always be humble. Talk to people with respect. If you want respect, you have to give respect. So keep yourself free from three things. Arrogant. Mm. Number two, cheating. Sure. Don't cheat. And number three, death. Death. We us. Bring the whole country, each one of us. We lived and we just borrowed from the bank. Mm. We went on a wild goose. Mm. Gee, because the banks were giving you credit cards, they were sending yes. all these big, big furniture companies and clothing companies, and all of them, mashallah, they were sending you cards. Come and buy for 500 rand, 5,000 rand, pay after three months, pay after six months. Allahu <laughs> Akbar. Interest will kill you, Allah will decrease it. But you'll be said that art. But when you give your and your charity, Allah will increase it. Bi in Allah. You're declaring war with Allah, Rabbul Alameen. Almost three quarters of this country, people are suffering with death. Mm. Some of them have committed suicide. Some of them are in depression. Some of them are sick, lying in hospital. Mm. They are lost and bewildered. Where are we going to get the money to pay for all this? The homes are being repossessed. The cars are being repossessed. There is no money to pay school and university fees. Mm. Everyone is stranded and lying, waiting for death to come. Mm. Ustad, the sister says, for the past 21 years, my husband is paying his debt still, with his interest with inter, uh, yeah, interest to start. She wants to know what should she do, Ustad. Mm. 21 that years. husband should make Toba immediately. Yeah, Give Allah. all. I'm making an appeal to everybody. Yes, Ustad. Give the credit card back. Make, mm. make tawbah sincerely. Allah, I made a big guna. I committed gunai azim, gunai kabira. Sure. Allah, I'm promising you that from today onwards I will earn halal rozi. Oh Allah, I won't live on interest. I won't take interest. Mm. I won't give interest. I'll live a halal life. Allah, I'll feed my children halal. Mm. Every morsel of food that goes down your throat from haram earnings, what are you doing? You're letting this body burn in the fire of Jahannam. Your du'as are not being accepted. Your ibadat is not being accepted. Mm. You don't have the jazbah to go and commit ibadat. Nothing. Mm. So stay far away from death. 
Yes, Rasulullah did take death for necessity. When somebody came and Rasulullah had nothing, Rasulullah would say to Hazrat Bilal, radiyallahu ta'ala, go to the Jewish person and take a loan, and inshallah, I will repay that loan back. Rasulullah didn't take it for himself. It was always to help the Muslim ummah. It's sometimes out of necessity. And whenever you take a loan from somebody, make a need first and foremost. Our law, as soon as I get that money, I will pay the debt. Do not take a loan with the intention that I will never pay it back. Like most of us as Muslims, you know, we're giving a bad name to Islam. Whenever you talk to some of the non-Muslim brothers, they say, Murana, it's just unbelievable what you people are doing. Mm. People are owing us money and they deny it. We have to answer. In this dunya, in fact, during the time of Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when a janazah was brought, mm. Rasulullah used to ask the first question, is this person owing any money? And if they were Rasulullah was told no, it would do sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, you perform the salat in janazah. And if it was said, ya Rasulullah, he's owing people money, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would step aside and say, sallu ala sahibikum. I'm sorry, I won't be able to perform the janazah namaz. This is hukukul ibad. You all perform the Salat of Jannah. Can you imagine now? What a big bunaiki. Astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah. Is, you know, as a joke, you want to live a luxurious life. We're taking loans upon loans, mm. interest upon interest, compound interest upon compound interest, and we're mm. proud about it. That's the azab that Allah is bringing to the Ummah. Keep three things pure. Uh-huh. I'm coming to the end, Monara. Keep your body clean, keep your clothes clean, and lastly, keep your thoughts clean. And have control over three things. Control your tongue, control your anger, and control your nafs. And remember three things. Remember death. If somebody has done you a favor, don't be a namak haram, as we say in Urdu. Don't be an ungrateful person. If somebody did you a favor, alhamdulillah, return the faith. So for my care, Remind yourself of death, remind yourself of the favors, and remind yourself of advice. So may Allah Ta'ala give us tawfiq, and we end it here, Mulana. Dil barakaro. Make your heart big. Be generous with your thoughts, with your words, and your money. Dil barakaro. Baate to har koi bari karta we talk big, big things, Molana. You must see sometimes how we sit in a meeting. The way we're sitting there, like we are the professors and we are the scientists and mm. we are all know, we know everything. So for my case, keep a big heart. Learn to be, learn to forgive, learn to be generous, learn to be humble. Dil barakaro, baate to har koi marikata. Allah, subhanallah. to making talk, we can talk big, big stories, Molana. We don't have the heart. Mm-hmm. And lastly, again, you know the word sorry, Molana. It's a very strange word. Banda kahe to gussa. You know, when a person is angry and you say sorry, then alhamdulillah, the anger subsides. But when a doctor says sorry, see, when you say sorry, Molana, the anger goes away. Jews. The wife can be so angry. You go up to her, hug her, and say, I'm sorry. Inshallah, Allah makes it such. The anger goes away. Sorry is a very strange word. Banda kahe, when a person says it to a fellow person, 
the anger subsides and goes away. And when a doctor, you know, there's an emergency at the emergency room, when doc- doctors come out of that emergency room and he says, I'm sorry, mm. we have lost him. Banda khatam. Allahu Akbar. Sorry is a very strange word. Mm. <laughs> when you say it to a fellow human being, the anger and all the animosity goes away. Mm. But that same word, sorry, when the doctor comes out of that emergency room and he comes to the family members and he opens the door of that emergency room and the first thing he says, I'm so sorry that we have lost him mm. or her. So banda khatam. Ustad, we will be speaking to you tomorrow again, inshallah, on the nikah announcements, inshallah, Ustad. Fi amanillah, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Well, 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 beautiful, beautiful words of advice of about our beloved noble master, Nabiya Kareem Muhammad Mustafa Janaf, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. If anybody wants the podcast, send the word podcast, then inshallah, I will send it out to you. Once my beloved engineer sends the podcast to me, and inshallah, I will send it out to all the wonderful listeners of uh, the program, the discussion. And of course, next week, inshallah, will be our competition with the little shining stars. See you guys tomorrow morning, same time, same place on our program at Safinatu Ilal Jannah. For myself and all of you out there and our beloved Honorable Fadila Tulustad and our beloved engineer Brother Lokalo. For myself, Allahumma hadina wa hadibina wa hadina sa jami'a. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.